What's up, my friends? It's Matt Prince here, the five-dimensional strength coach. Welcome back for another episode of the Matt Prince podcast. Today's topic is this, to grow, you must compete. Alrighty, so I, um, I just finished up a crazy weekend where I did my, my first ever jiu-jitsu comp, and, uh, and basically the way it was set up, I had four fights on the day. I was in the uh, 90, I think it was 94-plus kilo category. Um, everyone in the division was in between 96 and I was 102, and I think I might have been the heaviest. Um, maybe not, I don't know. But um, somewhere in there. <laughs> we, were, we were the big boys of the day and we had a bit of fun and got to roll around, throw each other around and try and hurt each other. Um, and it was, it was super confronting for me. Like I was shitting myself uh, leading into it. I was on the day, I pulled through okay, had a massive adrenaline hit, but I was uh, completely calm, which I was really, really happy with. I managed to win my first fight uh, by a Kimura. So it's like a shoulder lock for you guys that don't know um, uh, MMA or Jiu-Jitsu type stuff. It's like a shoulder lock essentially. Um, if, if it's gone fully, it would tear all the rotator cuff area. Um, second thing, I, uh, second fight I had, I lost to the guy who won it for the day. He got me with what's called a tail choke. Essentially, he used his gi, wrapped it around my neck, and blocked one artery on one side with his gi. And then on the other side, he put his knee on my other artery and choked me. Uh, so I tapped and submitted to that. Um, otherwise, I would have been put to sleep. So that was quite a nifty choke, and uh, he got me good. Third fight, I, I took the guy on. I got onto his, I got mount, which basically means I'm sitting on his stomach, um, very dominating position. And then uh, from there, what happened is I managed to get what's called a figure four lock. Again, another, it's pretty much the opposite way to the Kimura. It's like a, another shoulder lock. Again, tearing a lot of shit in your shoulder if you if you don't submit early or uh, or if it's ripped on too far. And then the last one, I was up against this like brute fucking. Man, he was huge. He was the biggest man I've ever seen with his uh, gi off, with his shirt off. Uh, looked like he's straight out of like a, uh, a bodybuilding magazine mixed with like a, uh, a fighting fitness model type guy. Uh, he, was, he was savage, this guy. But he, uh, we had a, a good scrap and then um, he got me in the end with a choke. Uh, it's called a bow and arrow choke. So he basically he choked me with my gi as well. So it was a good all-around two and two. I had a good day for my first one. I was super happy with how I went. Um, the guys that beat me are going on to, they're planning on competing in nationals and 10 Pacific championships, which I never really planned on that. Uh, I got a baby due around that same time. Um, so I was just doing the comp to see where I was at. And that's the point of today's podcast. Like, there's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, comfort in, in training and, and progressing in your body, like progressing in the gym. So I, I'm always training jiu-jitsu. I'm always training strength. I'm always trying to get better. But... When you look at it from a point of view of like, how do you know if you're actually getting better? You really need to be testing yourself. And, you know, in jiu-jitsu world, like for me, testing myself was putting myself in a competition against guys who were trying to hurt me. It's same weight, same rank, let's fucking go, right? That's how I sort of did that. It wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable at all. Like the first fight, I had an adrenaline dump. I was pumped to the fucking shit house. Like I was fired up. But at the same time, I, I was also very present. So I was like, okay, cool. That's, I, can handle, I can handle my emotions when I'm in deep stress. I was happy with that. Like, that, was, that was huge because I've seen fighters go in and completely blank out, like not remember a thing from the fight, not know what's happened. And, and it's just a super stressful experience. But I was able to not freeze and I, I did all right. 
So I was happy with that. Second thing, I learned where I was weak, and that was uh, a few few different chokes I just haven't seen. Like I literally, the the bow and arrow choke, he did a different variation. I hadn't hadn't uh, had that done on me, but it was fantastic. I will definitely be using it and stealing it. The guy with the tail choke, never seen that variation. So I was like, all right, cool, that's that's awesome. Apparently, it's uh, called an Elvis choke. One of the um, Crowley, one of the brown belts, was telling me he, he said it's an Elvis choke, and um, so I'm going to look into that. I'm going to work out how to defend it. Hopefully, never let that shit happen to me again. It's a plan of attack. So there was growth there. And there was a few other things that I picked out that I, I needed to improve on. Which uh, one was when I'm on top, um, in, especially in a competition scenario. I need to I need to focus on um, doing the the attacks that I want to do the submissions that I want to do. They need to be top based submissions, so I don't give up position as I'm going to the submission. So that's something I'm going to focus on moving forward. All right, now this might not mean much to any of you guys who aren't interested in fighting, but what it basically showed me was where I was weak at and what I was good at and what I trained well is what 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 sort of came out on the day. So you think about this in your own training. Think about it like you know, in your strength work or in your fitness work, if you're sort of chipping away, it's, I'm, all, I'm all for that. If you're training for life and you just want to feel good, look good and that sort of stuff, fantastic. But if you want to rapidly progress, consider competing in something that's going to allow you to rapidly progress. Like for me with the jiu-jitsu stuff, leading into the jiu-jitsu comp, my focus was much deeper. I was trying a lot harder in terms of training and, and, and thinking through everything. And, uh, and I was actually a lot clearer on, on what I had to do, what I had to learn. So I knew going in that my stand-up had to be good. I needed to work on my stand-up because I wasn't comfortable there. This is towards the start of the year I realized this. I realized that I need to have a, a, a certain amount of submissions that I'm super, super, um, I suppose, well-versed at, like things that I'm super comfortable, like my go-tos. And I did those. My takedowns were pretty good on the day. I was happy with them. And, and the, you know, the figure fours and the Kimuras, that's what I've been playing with. So it paid off. Um, now, when you do the same in strength sports or um, you know, running sports, whatever, when I say was training for a marathon, right, locking yourself in for a marathon and doing the work for that, that's going to get you significantly better mentally and physically as a runner and as somebody who can withstand pain. So if you're looking for a good challenge, that's a good challenge. Right, running in different capacities is a really good challenge. You test, hey, where's my mind at? Where's my fitness at? How far can my body go? That can be a really good way to test yourself. Now, if, you, if you're more strength orientated, competing in powerlifting and strongman and being able to channel those adrenalines and those nerves into um, staying focused and lifting well, really, really important, and, and it can really teach you a lot about yourself. So the competition's not so much a uh, you're not going in there so much to win. If you can go in there with an open mind and willing to learn about where you're at, that's what's, that's where the growth is. The growth in the journey up to it and then on the day, you're like, all right, cool, this is where I'm at. This is what I do when I'm under pressure. This is how I react. Um, these are the things I need to work on moving forward if I plan on doing it again or even if I don't, these are still the weaknesses that I have. Right now, I've competed in powerlifting. I've competed in strongman. I've competed in, uh, I've done the, like the, race, the running races and stuff like that. I've, I've done multiple sports, like we played in the grand final in football, uh, basketball, you know, grand finals, athletics, heaps of different shit. And one of the things that I, I realize every time I do a competition is when you, when you go in there, like the other people are just as nervous as you and it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be scared. Like, the, the, you know, that guy that I was talking about with the, the, the fitness model, you know, body, the fucking weapon, 
he uh, he was shitting himself in the in the rooms when we walked in. So I, me and him were some of the first there to get like our geese on and get weighed in. So we're sitting in the rooms and he asked me, he's like, I said, hey man, how you doing? I didn't know I was competing against him. I sort of assumed it because he was a big boy. But I, I said, hey man, how you doing? He's like, yeah, yeah, good. He's like, you, you compete much? I instantly, I, I knew that he was nervous. I could sense it. So I was like, yeah, heaps, man. Like I, I compete a fair bit. No, not like I've never competed in my life in jiu-jitsu, but I was like, yeah, I've competed a fair bit. And I could just see his face drop. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, how about you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, a fair bit in white belt, but I haven't really competed much in blue belt yet. Um, he's like, I've only done a couple. And I could just tell he was nervous. I was like, all right, sweet, I'm going to play on that. And then when we're in the toilets a bit later on, this is after we wait in, there was like a line to the toilets. Everyone gets like nervous teas and nervous shits and stuff like that. Um, so I was lining up. He was, in, he was a few people ahead of me. He's like, hey, hey, big fella, because he was Kiwi. He's like, big fella, what'd you weigh in at? I'm like, oh, 102. And his face dropped. You could just tell that he was like, fuck, I've got to fight this bald, bearded, Muslim-looking bastard. And I, I could just tell he was nervous. And what was really interesting is the nerves. I told him after the fight, so I was like, bro, I was just pulling your leg. I could tell you were nervous. So I thought I'm playing. I'm like, oh, shit myself too. But what, what helped me was knowing that the others were scared too. And for you guys that are a little bit worried, like, know that if you go into any competition, the others are going to be fucking just as fired up as you, right? Obviously, the more competitions and fights and stuff people have, the more, um, I suppose, they can control those emotions, but they're still nervous. They're still scared. But when, when you know, like Conor McGregor goes out and he, he had to fight Khabib, like, he would have been shitting himself. Acts confident, pretends he's confident. He would have been shitting himself, right? Like, he got to go to war with this bloke. So... Keep that in the back of your head if you're planning on competing. You don't need to feel confident doing it. Ooh. Sorry, guys. I just had a truck uh, go past me. I reckon it was either had dirt or something. You know, I was sneezing, sneezing my face off. Um, sorry about that. Now, when we're looking at this from a point of view, guys, of, of just trying to grow as a person, putting yourself out of your comfort zone is the only way to grow as a person. So if you can start to think about it, when we talk about the five dimensions, you talk about your body, your mind, your family, your business, your fun, like think about it from a point of view of like, if you're not willing to go out and put yourself, you know, out there in terms of business or in relationships or even your mindset, like just be fully aware that if you compete in a sport, that's going to help you up level. That's going to help you up level. It's going to help you mentally and it's going to give you a heap of confidence because you followed through and did what you said you did, right? Never be the person who says they're going to do something and then doesn't do it um, unless you have really good reason to. Like if you get severely injured as you're training for it, yeah, maybe like pull out. That's probably the smart thing to do. But at the same time, if, you do, if you're pulling out because you're scared, it's no good for you, right? And I've done this before. Like I've, I've put competing in jiu-jitsu off for a long time because I was scared, right? And as soon as I stood out there and did it, I was okay. I was like, oh, fuck, this was fun. I had a massive adrenaline here. It was awesome. Super proud of myself for it, right? And same goes for like any other sport that you, you know, you want to have a crack at. Don't be, don't be sitting there on your deathbed in, you know, 70 years and be like, oh, fuck, I wish I did that. I wish I tried that. I wish I had a crack. I wish I, you know, I wish I wasn't so scared because you might find that that's the thing that helps your, your body, your mind, your family, your relationships, you know, your, your business, your bank accounts, your fun, everything might find that that's the thing that elevates you. So it's a good way to grow. Anyway, guys, when we, uh, when we look at it from a, a point of view of, I suppose, putting it into these five dimensions is where in your life do you need to compete? That's the question of the day. Where in your life do you need to compete? Part two to that question is how, uh, how long will it take to get you up to a standard where you're comfortable, uh, I suppose, putting yourself up to be in that uncomfortable position, right? 
the in-between part of that, you now know your goal, you now know where you're at, the in-between part, you just need to work at getting better. That's all you need to do. So anyway, I hope this podcast helps out in some way. If you have any questions for me, please help me. Uh, please let me know and I'll definitely try my best to help you out. Um, if you are interested in joining Royal Fitness, we are taking people on at the moment. Um, both men and women, mainly men at the moment I'm looking for, but there's a few spots for the girls too. Um, and we're also doing some stuff online. So if you're not in Bacchus Marsh or the, the area of Bacchus Marsh, hit me up because I'm, uh, I'm doing some stuff online at the moment, which is uh, it's absolutely going to be a game changer and it's going to allow people all around the world to train the Royal Fitness way and improve rapidly across the board. So if you are interested, hit me up, message me, um, and I'll, I'll give you the details on all that. But beyond that, guys, I hope you all have a great day. If you have any questions, hit me up. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.